three, episode three. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Shop. In today's episode, I am speaking to Amy from Sofa and Co in Toddington, which is near me, and Sean from Austin and Co in Melbourne. Both have independent shops; they're slightly different from each other, and. We get talking about what they're doing to still keep selling during this time, to keep their businesses alive, what the challenges are, how it might change how they're buying. We get t- talking a little bit about pricing and using Instagram for sourcing product, about what might happen during this autumn's trade shows, and much, much more. I am loving talking to all these business owners about what they're doing to keep their businesses going and coming out stronger on the other side, or at least keeping their businesses alive during this time. And I would love to hear. What you're doing for your businesses, so do take a moment to let me know if you fancy coming on the podcast. And、uh, you can email me or DM me. And、uh, I am going to do the same thing as in the previous episode, where I played both the talks、um, one after another, and then I will be back at the end of the episode to wrap things up. So I hope you will enjoy both my chat with Amy and my talk with Sean. If you do, please remember to share where you are tuning in. If you want to take a moment and help me and my business, pop over to iTunes or Apple Podcast and rate and review the podcast. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss another episode, please hit that subscribe button. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Amy. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hello. It would be great if you can start off with you introducing yourself. Yeah, great. So I'm Amy. I run Soap and Co.、Um, in Todding on Tonton High Street, Bedfordshire. So we're a gifts and homeware store, and we do a bit of all sorts. So we're a gift, gifts and homeware store, and we also run creative workshops in our farm, which is at the back of our shop. And we also sell Christmas trees from our courtyard every December. So yeah, there's a lot going on here. But we're also currently going under some renovations. So we're going to be ch- changing part of our existing shop into a coffee shop, which has been kind of a long-term dream, really. But we're finally going for it. So yeah, so it's going to be just、um, part of the shop. So we're going to keep part as cards and gifts, and carry on doing our workshops and Christmas trees, and kind of make it a bit more into. Hub space, I suppose. So you can kind of still come and get a card and a gift, but maybe grab a coffee and have a catch up with someone, and maybe take part in a workshop. So yeah, that's that's kind of us, I think. I really、um, look forward to that. So I we were just talking before, but I recently moved to this area, so I'm really looking forward to when things open up again. I'll come. Yeah, be lovely to actually meet you for something. <laughs> yeah, it'd be lovely. <laughs> Pop in for a cuppa、uh, and a proper catch up, which would be nice. Yeah, it's always nice to meet like local business owners. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's really nice. It is nice to sort of get to get to know other local businesses. It's very much well. I'm very much for community over competition. I think you know we can all help each other in one way or another, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. I think it 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 makes it much more fun. And yeah, actually, this kind of Time, this weird time we're in, I feel、mm. reinforced that more that people、oh. are more community driven. Oh, hundred percent, yeah, absolutely. I think you suddenly realise how much you miss it.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really sort of shown how、um, well, especially with my jobs. I、um, I also do beauty therapy as well as as doing the shop, and so a lot of my time、um, is spent with people and chatting and interacting with people and. I realise how lonely it is. You know, it's really nice to be able to connect and chat with people through social media, but it's not quite the same. I'm really、no. looking forward to kind of getting back to seeing people and actually giving giving someone a hug. I really miss. I、that. know. I feel like I might. <laughs> yeah, I I might be stepping up my hugging game after this. Yeah, I know it's going to be a bit of a strange one, isn't it? Everyone's like, "All right, calm down," but it is strange what you miss, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a hugger anyway. Yeah, but... I am. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like now I'm going to be even more. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, don't don't fear. If people come to the coffee shop, I'm not going to hug everyone that walks in the door. <laughs> I 
think this is going to make me sound really strange. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but I will be happy to see you, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, just even just ha- being in front of people and, you know, yeah, face lovely. to face. Absolutely. It's going to be lovely. I think actually over well however many well actually we've had the shop seven years and um we really noticed over that time how much things have changed and sort of people's shopping habits um you know there's a lot more shopping online and we've kind of lost a lot of that anyway and mm. this is just really reinforced actually we do need that and actually we do we will miss it if that goes completely yeah so I really hope it will sort of make people think and actually kind of appreciate the small things maybe yeah um, and how much actually I mean we used to have a, a butchers in the village we used to have screen grocers we don't have any of that now and you know people moan but unless you use it you lose it you know I, I hope we can actually go back and get some of those things back perhaps you know we've got an empty property in the village at the moment I mean it's not going to be set up for a butchers or anything but whether we can have some of the traditional stuff come back and people shop a bit more local and I don't know I just think it will I really hope that's good will come out of it I'm all for that I'm just Mm. one village over so that will be great (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) you you only have like well we only have what two pubs and one village shop which is great and a cafe and the hairdressers but you have a little bit more going on well yeah we have a little yeah we do have and actually yeah we really appreciate that because we're able to pick up a you know it's meant we haven't had to leave the village to maybe get a few essentials Mm. Um, bit limited what you can but we have got a bakery um yeah. which has been a blessing <laughs> for well, spread who knew how lovely that would be <laughs> yeah in this village everyone has had to bake <laughs> yeah I know and then you suddenly realize that you've got your baking powders out of date and you've got no flour and <laughs> I mean people have been making some I mean I've made banana bread I don't know what this is all about everyone's making banana bread oh um, this is the felt, second time this comes up <laughs> I got I'm, sucked into it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've made two or three because... Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I made one in there. Matt, Matt didn't look too excited about it, so I decided not to make another. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go on to something else. I think brownies this week. I think... And flapjacks more, more my forte. <laughs> it's what you know. Well, I thought I would Google later what to do with bananas because I don't yeah. want to make another banana bread. Something different. Something different. Oh, yeah. I'm really sorry. Someone's just messaged me. They just want... sorry. I knew this. No, don't worry. Happen. Someone just wants to come and collect um, some paint, and yeah. they paid for. So I've just of got to put it outside the gate for them to pick up. Just yeah. Two seconds. Yeah. Quickly, oh, I'm back. It is lovely that people are coming. Most people want paint. It's great that you had. Someone actually posted in our village. Does anyone have any wood paint? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? And people are, and actually, that's really nice, isn't it? Because people are sort of digging stuff out that they've got and wouldn't use whereas before they were probably selling it and wanting more for it whereas now they're sort of they're giving it away and they want to help each other out which is quite yeah nice. I've had a uh, big clear out since we just moved so I've had like oh, a few boxes standing outside the oh, and people are picking up a book or I had some party decorations mm. I'm never going to use and things from an old yeah so nice yeah it's nice for things to get another use out of it I think we've been very much people are very throwaway aren't they but I think this will make people kind of a bit make do amend and yeah I think it will be good really good so how has business been going now during this time I mean you were already moving things around so maybe you Mm. anticipated it to be a little bit different yeah but how's business been going now during this time yeah so yeah I mean it's a really strange time for everyone it's made me feel very grateful for what we've got I used to moan a little bit to friends now and again and be like just get me out of the village because I'm so like sometimes you just feel really claustrophobic working and living and stuff all in the same place but actually really grateful for being able to sort of crack on and get on with things here so yeah we kind of obviously knew there was going to be a bit of break in um, business doing the renovations and we wouldn't be able to keep well we wouldn't be um yeah it wouldn't be business as usual but I hadn't really anticipated this so <laughs> yeah, maybe, no one maybe wouldn't have invested every single penny in a coffee machine and all the rest of it for it just now just to be sat there and goodness knows when it will get used mm. so um that probably wasn't ideal but um yeah do you know what as a small business you you're much it's much easier to change things up a bit quicker and kind of react to things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
obviously um, there's less of us and well we make the decisions so I'm trying to push things online um, and trying to encourage and let people know that we are still kind of open for business yeah Um, we're able to post things out luckily um so I mean it's really handy I can package something up for someone and I've been using Hermes collection and I it's really nice because I've kind of got to know the lady so Sue Blesser comes and picks up and we kind of say hello from over the gate and I leave it outside the gate for us oh nice yeah it's really nice and I'm like oh it's so nice to hear someone else's voice I'm like hello (laughs) Um, so yeah that's been nice we've been able to do that and also people like just done a minute ago um I've been doing click and collect so social media over but either via social media or just give me a ring they either know exactly what they want so they want some paint and they want a certain color or they want a ball of wool or I've had quite a few messages from people saying I've got someone's birthday they're turning 50 it's male he likes this this and this and I've basically kind of kind of done a bit of a personal shopping thing which is I feel quite privileged to be able to do for people and sort of selected sort of 10 cards out for them just snapshotted pictures of them and they said great I'll have that one Oh, perfect. Um, yeah. So, and so, I mean, obviously, I could upload everything online, but that would take me absolutely weeks to, mm. you know, take photos. There's, oh, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of products out in that barn right now from cards and gifts and all sorts. So, really, I mean, depending on how long it's going to go on, I'm sort of putting bits on, a few bits on sort of every other day. Yeah. As and when I can, I'll get a moment. But really, actually, the last sort of couple of days, it's really picked up. Now I think people are realising that we are still sending stuff out. We are getting quite a few orders. A lot of paint, a lot of wool and a lot of cards are our main things, which I think I think is kind of says a lot. It's um, I think people are feeling the need to connect with people, you know, sending loved ones cards. And I think maybe they're trying to keep their minds sane and keep themselves active by you know painting or doing some arm knitting or doing something that's a bit mindful yeah absolutely uh, so yeah I think it kind of says a lot of what we're selling um yeah it's been it's been really nice and really really grateful for everyone's orders it's it's a bit overwhelming actually it's, you just it's so lovely you know we used to obviously selling a lot more than we are now but it does make you feel really grateful for every time someone gets in contact or you know even just on social media if you get support from someone it doesn't always have to be buying something it's you know just to say like what you're doing or just a few words of encouragement it's just really nice yeah and obviously like we say it's nice to connect and actually chat with people so that's lovely too yeah it's lovely when someone takes the time to write something yeah. I think you really really like appreciate that. it yeah really appreciated and you don't know always do you you're kind of doing these things you think do people like it you know yeah yeah you don't really know it's nice to hear get a bit of feedback (laughs) yeah so you had the online shop before you just haven't had all the products on there yeah so it's something we built our page like a year or so ago um but actually quickly realized after we put the time in to launch it that Obviously, the products change so quick, and actually, by the time you've taken a photo and uploaded it, hmm. you've actually only got one left. Yeah. You've sold them. <laughs> so actually, I was thinking, I don't think this is very sort of time efficient. So we kind of just sort of let that sort of sit a little bit. It's more of um, people can order bits on there. We try and update it now and then, but it's a bit more of a catalogue, I suppose. People can kind of get a bit of a snapshot of the type of you know things we do in the sort of style we're at well um, it's good that you invested in that then because that kind of serving you now that's it yeah we can kind of pick it up now rather than sort of starting from scratch because I built it all we obviously used a a website provider but um I decided to do it all myself because and learn how to do it because I it was me that was going to need to be updating it yeah so I invested a lot of time sort of a year or so ago did a lot of late nights sitting up and chatting to someone in America on live chat like goodness knows what time yeah and um, building it myself which I was really proud of but then to quickly realize that actually we needed probably to employ another person just to just to do the website stuff really and keep it up to date so it kind of quickly just sort of sat but yeah no really mm. good I'm really glad we've got it now time was invested wisely <laughs> yeah definitely so what are you focusing on now then during this time are you changing anything you know well, you already had things that going on, I suppose. Yeah, so um, it's been quite nice, obviously, with the renovations 
I've just got a bit more time to think about things and plan things. I had pretty much because we thought it was going to be over. Well, we originally planned to open last week, so that was a bit of a sad week for us. <laughs> we kind of thought we'd be able to run in, and we've got this coffee machine, but we can't have it installed or um, have our training on it. <laughs> so oh. it's a bit useless right now. Yeah. <laughs> a bit sad just sort of sat in its box um and they're expensive so that oh, must be so frustrating oh so frustrating we, we try not to think about it too much but yeah anyway so sort of thinking about it's quite nice to kind of have the time to think about the little details you know I've kind of got an idea with mugs and stuff but really sort of spending the time researching and sort of picking you know little details out which is nice and then so kind of doing that in when I'm I'm not doing other stuff so uh still trying to keep up with social media stuff mm-hmm. um that's been quite busy actually really and I've been painting and I plan to do some chalk paint try and get some of our workshop online I've been doing some sort of fitness classes and yoga classes online and it kind of made me think well why if we're doing that can we not do workshops online yeah so yeah, you can I send did. out the material and stuff, I guess. Well, this is it, yeah. So the last couple of days I thought, well, sure we could do it with our chalk painting. And actually people are sort of quite keen to, well, I've sold quite a lot of paint this week and I've had a lot of questions. And these are sort of people that would normally do our workshop. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to post out the kit and yeah, set up a time that suits people and do it via Zoom. Well, so, you could actually find that you can broaden your... Well, this audience it, yeah. then because like normally I guess it's local people that come right yeah absolutely and well it always surprises us with our workshops um and I'm not quite sure how people find out about them because a lot of people get on our workshops seem to travel like we've had people travel like an hour to come to some of our workshops which oh, I always find crazy. like amazing yeah and I'm like how did you hear about this They're like oh a friend of a friend or a in-law or a something something and you're like oh and it's lovely but you just don't expect it you always think it's going to be fairly local people but um we do get local people as well but it's it's lovely um so we do reach but obviously they're not the sort of people with the shop that are going to be popping in sort of every other week or ever picking up cards and bits so it yeah. is sometimes completely different customers so and then again with the website and online orders that's again different people so it's quite nice to reach all sorts of people yeah really yeah. nice have you been in touch with your suppliers? Have they reached out to you guys? What, how is yeah, so some of our suppliers are shut. So this has been a bit bit of a funny time because we'd kind of sort of maybe held off putting some of our orders in because we kind of wanted to launch a lot of new stuff with opening the coffee shop, kind of quite a big launch. And we've been changing some of the bits we're doing. So we've really cut down on a lot of our homewares, which yeah. had which had meant we could then fit the shop in the barn because otherwise it wouldn't have. <laughs> so that would be good. But um, so, yeah, we are sort of cutting it down a bit on our homewares. So, yeah, a lot of our supplies have shut. A lot of them have been in contact and some of them, which is really helpful, and actually this is going to be the most helpful thing moving forward, is have either dropped minimum orders for us or said we don't have to order as many of each product. Yeah. Um, because it's really kind of worrying times and actually it's a scary time to invest yeah absolutely Um, and coming out of this we don't know what's going to happen I mean there's so many unknowns at the moment and being in this sort of business anyway there is a lot of risk and it is pretty scary at times but a lot of time you kind of it's a bit more calculated and you've got a bit more stability behind you whereas at the moment we're like oh gosh do we really want to spend our last pennies if this is going to go on for how however long and if you can try something new in like twos instead of sixes absolutely yeah and actually what I have found in the past is the stuff that sells online is quite often different to what sells in store which I've never been able to get my head around hmm I, I've never really understood that. We sell, yeah, we sell through um, an online platform called Truva. I don't know if yeah. you've heard of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so they support um, bricks and mortar stores. And what sells on there is quite often not the stuff that sells in store. I mean, it's quite handy because my obviously the stuff that's slower, that, you know, yeah. sometimes you get it wrong, you think this is going to whiz out the door. And you think, oh, it's a bit slower. If I put it on there, it whizzes out. So <laughs> I can't Amazing. quite write it out. I mean, great. Yeah, brilliant. But yeah, it is now quite hard because when I'm buying now, if I'm thinking, right, it could be a few more months. So what I'm buying now needs to be to be selling online. But it makes you doubt yourself a little bit. 
Yeah. I think I'd be confident with it selling in store, but I'm not sure. Some stuff needs to be touched. And that is the lovely thing about having a bricks and mortar store. And, and I'm very much, I do online shop. Um, don't get me wrong, but I do like the whole shopping experience. I like the interaction. I love to be able to touch something, feel the quality of it. Smell um, it, feel the weight yeah, that I make. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. And I think some things need that to sell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and I think yes so it's quite yeah it's quite tricky but uh, have, you been, yeah. um, have you been placing orders now during this time are um you fully what are stocked we? up or I've got quite a lot of stock yeah we've kind of stocked up a lot on our cards before we closed down but I was literally had orders ready to go because mm. um, we were sort of thinking right we were literally about to almost close the doors anyway for a couple of weeks, but to reopen sort of last week. Mm. And I've kind of put them on hold a little bit, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. But I think as things evolve, obviously they said to us it was going to be three weeks. Well, I think really we're talking a couple of months, aren't we? Yeah. Um, I think I need to be looking to order. But yeah, take advantage of being able to order smaller quantities and maybe think a little bit different about what I order for now. Yeah. And would so, you... Uh... It, you know, if a new supplier, a potential new supplier got reached up, maybe they've been following you for a while, would you still consider that for when you do need to place orders or would you still With new suppliers? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think actually it's a really nice time because, you know, there are a lot of advantages to times like this because people are realising that you have to be a bit more flexible. Mm-hmm. Um and actually, yeah, sometimes you just need to trial things. And if, you know, sometimes it would really be helpful to put quite a small order in to start with. I mean, you always need to do a big enough order to get the impact from something. But yeah, to be able to do that small order with no restrictions to, but that not always be your minimum order. I understand, obviously, after a first order, if they put it up, that's absolutely fine. But I think hopefully a lot more supplies will just give us that bit more flexibility at the moment. So it could kind of work in our favour mm. a little bit. And actually, if you are putting them on your website instead and Instagram and stuff, yeah, they don't have to true. have the same impact in terms of, terms of range, size-wise, as in store. Yeah. yeah, sort of visual merchandise-wise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully it, it should be good. I think it's just sort of waiting and I think sort of waiting another week and just getting a bit more bearings of where we're at and how mm. things are kind of panning out yeah just kind of get a bit more gauge for things but yeah we, de- we definitely will be ordering what can um, your suppliers do to help you at this time are they doing apart from the lower minimum order and stuff like that what else can they do um, to help you um obviously a lot of them anyway help us with product imagery mm-hmm. uh, that's really helpful obviously that that's what takes so much time and we do use a local photographer Binky she does a lot of our photos for us and mm. uh, I really appreciate how hard it is and <laughs> I've been trying to take photos oh my god oh, that I'm... is such a talent isn't it <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> oh my gosh so um I'm wishing she could just pop around and just oh just take a few photos for me but anyway uh we plod on with it so yeah product imagery is really handy but it's hard sometimes you kind of want to put your twist on it so I'm I don't always like to use too much of the company's images yeah I don't know really what else um just a bit of reassurance really isn't it um yeah. I think I think it's trying not to get people to panic the emails I've had from people it's funny the different sort of way different suppliers email and actually some of them put a sense of panic in you the ones that start a sale off you think oh my gosh yeah they're they're obviously panicking it makes you panic whereas the other ones that are like right guys we're going to support you let us know what we can do to help you we're happy to negotiate lower orders and that you think yeah that's doable we can we can kind of do this so actually yeah just for them to stay I don't calm. think it's the right time to do necessarily sales. One thing, no. the things that has come up has been minimum order, extended credit term, less yeah. Sizes. Extended credit term is is one that a couple of them have done. Yeah, um, we try not to do too much credit, but you know it would just help with the cash flow thing at the moment. Yeah, especially with the longer term suppliers you've had. Absolutely, where yeah. they and kind of know you. Build up relationships with them, so. Yeah. Yeah, someone said to. like shouts out at social media and 
someone had yeah. done a really nice thing like I, I guess they were a design line company. They had created gift voucher templates, not with their branding on, just like generic, pretty gift voucher templates for people to adapt to their own. Yeah. <laughs> that was really yeah, sweet. That, that's really nice. Yeah, actually, um, social media stuff's really helpful. It just helps you reach more people if you can, you know, even if you've just got some content to repost. It kind of builds trust as well. You know, it's a lot harder to build trust with people over social media than it is face to face yeah <laughs> I think you get a feel for someone don't you when you meet someone whereas online it's a bit tricky um yeah. that's why I kind of I hate um, I'm I kind of cringe at myself doing it but the sort of the face-to-face video stuff I've found a lot more people will reach out and talk to me you know I feel like people kind of get to know you a bit more um and hopefully you know you kind of build that trust and a bit more of a relationship yeah um, but I do find it helps but yeah so anything they can do social media wise and kind of for some content and sort of just building trust and reaching further is is always good the one thing that has come out so far out of the podcast is mm. you know don't just hide away and you know do get in touch with people like we still love that human element in in things and you know. and that's it and I just hope that's the kind of that's the good that's going to come out of these strange times isn't it that people are going to maybe keep in contact with people a bit more and and kind of just appreciate all the small things I think hopefully a lot of good will come out of it (laughs) I hope I hope so too I think I think that there's uh, going to be a lot of changes in how we shop and when we shop and where we shop hopefully a new new normal will yeah yeah I think maybe it's um let's I'm trying to see it as the like the reset the world needs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Definitely. I think there'll be a lot of change to routines. I'm hoping people will slow down a little bit and take take the time out that mm-hmm. they're taking. I mean, we've um, with the renovations, a lot of people have sort of been passing on their daily walks or whatever. So you've kind of seen people that perhaps you don't see because they're just 50 miles an hour and working all the time and. You know, yeah. you don't see those faces all the time. You maybe only see them at Christmas yeah. uh, when they come to get their tree or whatever. You know, or you see their wives, but you don't just see the other halves. And it's really nice, obviously, talking from a distance through the glass and whatever. And I think people are really having this realization that actually I work too much and yeah. life is too fast. I need to stop and I need to maybe go meet that friend for a coffee or just take time out with the family and all just sit and just. <laughs> Do nothing. Just do nothing. Yeah. Go for a walk. Really <laughs> That's it. Absolutely. Definitely. So yeah, I think it will a lot of good will come out of this crazy time. I I agree. And I, I, I think that's the right attitude to have with this whole yeah. thing. It's exactly. the only way we can make the most out of you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking a, a time to chat with me today. Oh, thanks for asking me. It's been lovely. Yeah, and I, I will miss it when we're allowed again. But can you perhaps share where people can find you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, we're on social media as Sopra and Co. We are on Toddington High Street in Bedfordshire, so we're right on the road shop. And yeah, you can reach out, message us on social media, or drop us an email. And orders we can do, yeah, social media or over the phone. And um, yeah, just just drop us a line. It'd be great to hear from you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. And now we're moving on to my chat with Sean from Austin and Co. Hello, Sean. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. Good morning. Morning. <laughs> it would be great if you can start off by introducing yourself. Okay. Um, my name is Sean Austin. I'm the owner, proprietor of Austin & Co. And we're a card, stationery and dog accessory shop in Malvern. That's brilliant. How long have you been going? Um, we opened in 2011 um, in April. So we're fast approaching our ninth birthday that's exciting and and how are you finding it now like what is happening because of course the shop is closed it's a very weird experience i opened the shop with the whole the sole intention of it being a bricks and mortar establishment um i'm a big uh, fan of the high street and 
a bricks and mortar operation. And then to suddenly go from sales and going into the shop and opening up every day to nothing is is a huge is a huge change yeah i mean what what did what did you think when you first had to close the doors how did that feel it was scary to begin with worried my final day in the shop the day before mother's day um i can't tell you how many times i i got emotional whether or not i'd be opening again what economy was going to be like, where things were going to go. Yeah, it was it was scary. I think everyone has felt very emotional and very scared during this time. It's that not knowing what will happen to. Since then, obviously, that the, there's been reassurances. You know, the um, packages that have come from the government in terms of the grant for those who can claim small business rate relief. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I, I don't have any staff, so I don't have to worry about the whole furlough process. Obviously, in a couple of months' time, they're working out benefits for those who are self-employed in terms of giving them 80% of um, their wages. It's a very yeah. difficult process for them to administer, but um, I get it. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's nice to know that there's some support out there. Yeah, and I think that it's, you know... It's hard to develop a scheme that will help absolutely everyone. I don't know if that's even possible, you know, but it's good that, I mean, I'm hope that it will mean that a lot of independent shops can survive this time. Yeah, I was looking at the scheme for the self-employed where they're looking at um, the average over the last three years. And of course, it doesn't take into account the current year, uh, 2019, 2020, mm. which actually t- turned out to be my best ever year in nine years. So that wage won't uh, feature as part of the average. But I get it. You have mm. to have cut-off times, and otherwise it, it you can't move forward. You, know, you, you could be spending months trying to work out formulas and cut-off dates, and, and nobody will benefit. Yeah, you know, maybe they will add things on for those that are kind of missed later. I don't know, but at least they had to announce something. They had yeah. to do something. I mean, they talk of the missing five percent. There are five percent who won't get anything, but I'm pretty sure because they recognise there are there is this five percent, then which is a sizable group. You know that they will have to do something for those in the future, hopefully. Well, yes. I mean, I'm definitely in that five percent. If it's only five percent, I don't know because I started my business in uh, no well October November 2018, which means that I was mainly self uh, employed that tax year that they're counting. Yeah. So even if I've been in business for almost a year and a half now. I I don't I definitely fall into that five percent, but you know you have to make the most of it. I could give up or I can fight for what I want to do. So I just decided that I'm not going to give up. Yeah, yeah, that's the right attitude. So what are you focusing on now when the shop is closed? Well, like I said before, I've always been a very passionate supporter of bricks and mortar shops and and the physical high street, and I've never had a, a web shop an e-commerce site but needs must and i need to get my stock out there to the wider world so i'm currently building a web shop and is that something you have had any experience in doing before or is it learning as you go luckily i married an it geek (laughs) oh that's handy yeah um i'm the one who's kind of making it look pretty i kind of point at what things are i quite like to have on the website um mm. but i'm also the one who's got to be who's got to put several thousand items several thousand products onto the site yeah that is a challenge uh, that takes time doesn't it as uh, the thing with greetings cards as well it's you have to have the volume there to kind of show people what variety you have obviously mm. i won't plan to have every single card on the website at launch it'll be something yeah. which will be evolving uh, over time but i need to have enough at launch to make it look viable yeah and, and give a good representation of of your shop i guess um well yeah because i mean you know the shop i am the brand the shop is the brand and i don't want to dilute or i, I don't want to dilute that brand by launching a an inferior site you know I, I have certain standards that i adhere to in the physical shop and i don't want the website to go a different way plus i suffer vastly from ocds so does that mean that when you get your pictures from your suppliers if they're all like different sizes that really bothers you it it, it, 
not so much initially. Uh, I'm grateful. For it. It, was, it was quite funny. I, I emailed about 50 suppliers the other day to ask yeah. for their image library or whether or not their images were good enough for me just to, to download from their website. And yeah, I, I, I get it. Not every image, you know, they're all going to have different backgrounds. Um, they're going to be different sizes. Yeah. For the launch, that that's fine. I, I, I will live with that. But a few months down the line, I might be thinking, oh, I, I need to take my own images so they've all got the same white background or or, or whatever. You know, it, it, it will be kind of yeah. niggling at, yeah, at me in the, in the back, in the background. Yeah, I, I think images are hard. I, I think it's amazing that most suppliers now have images to hand. That is a big change from a few years ago, I think. So I guess we have to be appreciative of, of that fact. It's especially when, you know, you know, I sell a very image-led item, you know, you know, a greetings card, you need to have a, you know, a, a decent image to, to, sell it, to sell it on. And um, luckily, technology has kind of moved on now that you can get images of a decent enough quality just by doing a you know, a right click of the mouse and saving it. Yeah, well, that's good. And and in terms of your suppliers, what have they been in contact with you? Have you you obviously been in contact with a few of them? But did they reach out to you at all? Um, not not greatly. Um, I had two suppliers who were chasing me for invoice payment a week before invoice payment was due. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, that's not helpful. <laughs> no, no, and it wasn't that. Um, you know, I, I literally have cleared every invoice. I have no invoices outstanding at all. Um, I made a point of that because yeah, that's very nice and very helpful for the smaller suppliers well, that you buy people, from. I'm yeah, sure. smaller supplier. Yeah, you know, especially the smaller suppliers. You know, they, they've got bills to pay, and those and those invoices would have to be paid at one time or another. And, and and I kind of think, well, if the money's in the bank, there's no point me trying to defer payment because it's going to be there in a few months' time. But yeah, it was. Um, no, no, I thought, because I knew the grant was coming from the government anyway. And the whole point of the grant is to kind of keep your business moving in, in you know, in a in a positive direction. And I, and I see paying suppliers invoices being being that. Well, you want them to survive this too, right? Well, th- th- there is that. And also, you know, it, there might be a situation in, in a few months' time where I might need to call in a favour. Yeah, I'm absolutely. And we'll be in a better position to do that knowing that i paid them an invoice when they needed it the most yeah i think so it's a lot of you know we can help each other during this time i think and paying invoices if you're in a position to do so i think is very much appreciated it's the same with, with my with my landlord i mean he, he didn't approach me at all but um but he suddenly became very knowledgeable of, of the government grants that were, that were coming out. So um, he, he knew the money was there. And he kind of mentioned deferment. And, you know, there's been the deferment from the VAT, from HMRC regarding VAT and uh, self-assessment payments. But the yeah. way the dates were working, it would have been if I deferred VAT to the end of the next financial year, that would be the, at the same time as when I would have a very large VAT payment from the Christmas period. And just the four to have two. Of course, two... that's not really. Yeah, so you know, you, you would find yourself having to do quite two substantial VAT payments in, in mm. one go. So my VAT return was done this morning and um, I paid as well. I just don't want... Well, that the... must feel good, though. Well, yeah, I just don't want all these deferments to kind of build up because otherwise, in a few months' time, I, I'm going to just have... I'm just going to have... Yeah, you, know, you tend to forget, well, if you deferred it, you might spend that money elsewhere and then suddenly you, 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 you're left with huge bills in, you know, six months' time to deal with. Yeah, I think we, we want to hold on to the cash we have in a bit away, but, like, we also need to make sure we're not worse off by holding on to that and and i think you've got to be careful as well i mean they keep talking of okay we may get through this peak this wave of infection but mm. you know there's been a lot of talk of, of of a second wave coming through maybe through through winter so that's gonna you know that's gonna be in your back of your head as well yeah this might well i someone i spoke to said that that you know it, it's not just going to go away just because we get over the peak so we have to future approve our businesses for for I a mean, while yeah i mean and that also obviously um you know the relationship with suppliers going forward as well you know obviously i i have a lot of 
stock already in following the mm. trade shows in February. And it's yeah. not like once the shop reopens that I'm going to be out there buying new stock because I've got the stock already. Yeah. Um, yeah. It will take a while to get back to the yeah. point where you're going to need lots of things. I mean, it's. I mean, there have been some suppliers who have kind of said, oh, you know, you can have 60 or even 90-day terms on certain things. But if, if you don't sell that those items you're not gonna you know that that 60 day deadline is going to come up pretty quickly mm. how about have any of them sort of said that you can place like no minimum orders or like I, I prefer the minimum orders and maybe a, a reduced postage you know rather than kind of do a, a 150 200 pound minimum order i'd rather they kind of i'd rather go for a 50 pound minimum order and, and pay for postage. That's so fine. So you could just keep your up on your best sellers. Exactly. Because we need yeah. those best sellers to continue trading. There's one stationary company where they're not operating because all their staff have gone to furlough. So they're asking you to mm. get in touch with the brands directly. And the brands are like yeah. insisting on minimum orders of £800. And it's just like, wow. no, nobody is going to go down that route. No. Wow. A lot of the people I've spoken to so far has either scrapped their minimum order or said, you know, tell me what you want. And we'll work it out sort of thing. That That's, yeah, that's the much better option. Um. I mean, the other thing as well, you know, being in such a seasonal industry with greetings cards, I'm going to be incredibly wary mm. of what happens with with Christmas, for example. You know, I yeah, we were. I was joking a few weeks back. I said I, I couldn't imagined if this had happened in December with a shop full of Christmas, which yeah. couldn't be. Sold. That would have been scarier. But that's what worries me about about the second wave is I don't want mm. to go full full-blown Christmas in the shop if there's a possibility that I might you know have to close up again um yeah. the website would take a bit of pressure I guess the good thing is you will have your website by then I a few people yeah. I've spoken to has actually seen an increase in web borders that they wouldn't maybe the traditionally is, have had. I, I, I did do a little survey of other card shops who or who already mm. have websites and what percent yeah of their turnover is down to the web shop and yeah. it's very low. And even if you went full yeah. speed ahead, you're never going to get to, you know, your shop, your physical shop turnover. True. I think the most people that I've spoken to that have both is, you know, it's not, the brick and mortar is like probably 80, 90% of their business. Yeah. So there's a lot of work pushing the web shop. You're, you're never going to get up to the same level as your physical shop. It's may, it, it It'd be if it does happen again. There is another lockdown. It's it'd be more or less earning enough to pay for the rent on the physical shop, and, and that'd be about it, really. It's uh... yeah. Well, one 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 positive is that I probably won't need to order any more Mother's Day cards for next year. <laughs> yes, of course, <laughs> because it just. Yeah, and maybe that's why some of the card brands, you know, the physical brands that I've spoken to, they had an amazing Mother's Day because people couldn't, wasn't going out to the shops, I guess. So yeah. they were ordering from the brands and they were sending it straight out with a handwritten note inside to everyone's mothers. I guess it's changing how we shop a little bit because of that. But it also, I think there's a real push for supporting local businesses. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it that suppliers are doing that, but I just, I hope they don't kind of, yeah, they're, they're entitled to sell their goods as, as a retail thing. But the thing is, if, if they do it too much, they're, they're in danger then of losing their wholesale route. Um, I think that, you know, they have to, there has to be a balance. The ones that I've spoken to probably, you know, started off as very small brands retailing on, say, Etsy first. And they have that customer base before they even started reaching out to stores which is obviously slightly different, but they're not necessarily competing with their stores on price or anything like that. Well, I'm beginning to notice it happen a bit more. I mean, that I had I had one large order of um, dog-related stuff um, and stationery back in the, in the summer. Yeah. And then I saw on the supplier's retail website that everything was half price. So everything was basically... The trade price I pay, and oh yeah, yeah, and I I felt you know it was just like that must have felt awful. Yeah, it's it's just like you know I I could have just bought it on 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 their website a retail price that included VAT. There was no way I could compete 
with that, but I, I noticed quite a few of the middle-sized, shall we say. That was on their own website. Yeah, yeah. Because, of course, in publishing, we had this problem a lot with Amazon yeah. because we have no control of Amazon. But if it's on their own website, they're controlling it, and that's wrong, yeah. obviously. And sometimes I think suppliers need to decide whether they're a retailer or a wholesaler. And if they are a retailer, then they really need to hold, you know, unsold things with a recommended retail price. But then to see that mm -hmm. item at half price on their website is a bit, you know, it irks me a bit. Because yeah. then I then no. think, do I want to carry on that relationship? Now, I think you, as a, if you want to do retail and wholesale, you need to not, well, my view is that you don't compete with your stockists. Of course, every now and then you might do flash sale or, you know, but you equally do that for you stockist every now and then. You know, oh, no, it's, it's like, I mean, in Malvern, you know, at the last count, there were, I have 29 other establishments selling greetings cards. But that's mm. everything from Waitrose through to the local hairdressers. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah some hairdressers, they would have a spinning of cards in, in the shop. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite common. The best was when the lingerie oh, okay. shop started selling cards. But, uh, but <laughs> it's not like I can I can start selling braziers, but that's... Uh, <laughs> so it's a bit, yeah. I mean, it might be a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... Um, you know, I, I, you know, I've got WH Smith, I've got Wilco, I've got Waitrose, and there's a card factory and so on. And I've never even attempted to try and compete with them. There, there's just no point. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I very rarely have a sale apart from post-Christmas. Don't do flash sales. I don't try and match a, a 49p card from card factory. There's just, you know, that's just not my thing. But, you know, and people get that and people still buy from me. But it's just when, yeah. you know, when... when it literally was a few days after I received the order at from this supplier that I then saw it at half price on this that's their, their website. It was just a bit. Yeah, no, that would get me to from where where I've been in sales. I've obviously had times where I've had to kind kind of feel that sort of thing, mainly because of Amazon. It's always so embarrassing and so awkward, and it's just not worth it. No. Well, I mean, Amazon you can't control, but you know, if on your own website, it just never would be worth it for me. No, and um, it's it's like you know one of the reasons I'm yeah you know, I'm looking at the website now um, in in terms of pricing. I'm I'm not looking to be I'm not looking at what Amazon charge or something. I'm not looking to match it. I'm, all I'm doing on the website is matching what I charge in the physical shop. Yeah, and you the thing is it's the service that counts, the selection, the curation. There's it's not all about price, I think. If you want to be all about price, then they can go to Velco and shop if they want to do that or yeah. Amazon or you know, but that's not necessarily why we shop small and some things are actually just the same price or even more affordable sometimes oh, um, when we shop small because a lot of duplication i have with cards in wh smith and they're more expensive in smiths yeah because they have really high margin requirements as a business oh yeah yeah so, yeah um, especially when you go into like a, it, al it always kind of amuses me when i go into like a because they own funky pigeon and every time i go into a funky pigeon shop in london especially at one of the stations, and, and you see yeah. car juice ice stock in there at, at half the price of what they sell. And it's just... Mm. Like, uh, but people always kind of perceive that the larger chain stores are cheaper. Yeah. Boutiques yeah, are always seen as being more expensive, but when in fact we're not. Yeah. And then take into account as well the fact that, you know, in a gift shop, you can often, especially now, I think when you're buying from an independent business, a lot of the people that have gone online, you know, they will wrap it up nicely if you say it's for, you know, a gift for someone. A big car, a big shop, they like charge you extra for doing that, even if it's just, you know, it's nice with some tissue paper, you know, larger shades, they just charge you for everything oh, yeah, they charge yeah. you for writing the card and you know all that sort of thing whereas you know you don't you get a very personal service from a small business so what um what about you know with your suppliers do you think that you you know are you going to be placing any orders during this time once you open up again what do you think will happen and and what would you say if someone emailed you with any new product would you say Ooh. thank you but not 
right I, now? What would you say? I think a lot of it this year is going to be about consolidation mm-hmm. and, and kind of sticking with what you know. I yeah. At the moment, um, I've got a potential of four trade shows in two weeks at the beginning of September. Oh, yes, because they moved. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just crazy. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And it's, I mean, three of them are in London and I can't really justify the cost of going down to London three times. No, and the suppliers, they can't justify the cost either. No, no, the three stands. That will take. Because you, you don't know if like one supply, which which show they're going to pick because they're not going to pick all four. Um, no, it, it, I mean, a small business is impossible. They yeah. can't divide themselves. no. And so then, do I take a punt? Oh, that if, are they? Is they going to be there, or they're going to be there, or so? It's it's. I think it's very much for me. I probably give. I'm going to give the trade shows I missed this September this year. I I know what to expect from my current suppliers in terms of quality, in terms of delivery. I know what sells, mm. um, their price point, and I probably supplement that. I've done quite well over the last six to twelve months of new card companies i've seen on instagram yeah that i wouldn't so you can probably... supplement with those sort of things yeah um yeah i wouldn't have seen them at a trade show and i've actually had about three or four successful suppliers that have come directly from instagram um i've liked their product online they seem to have a good following on instagram they'll send me a card just so i can engage you know just the quality of the item yeah and and every order i've done and i mean two of the card companies are you know they're like in my top 10 suppliers now and they're literally oh amazing oh yeah they're one person operations uh working off the kitchen table and um yeah i found them on instagram and now they're in the shop so there are other that avenues must feel I, like... I, I you know i can explore and I, I recommend it to any other supplier as well you know, if you can go down the Instagram route, if you can build up a following, then then go for it. You know, there, there are lots of yeah. retailers out there who, you know, who do look on. You know, I, I, I used to do quite a bit of Etsy and not on the high street. I used to look, kind of mm. look on those sites, but I just find Instagram, a, I don't know, just an, an easier way to kind of highlight to, to see who's out there yeah absolutely and do you follow certain hashtags to find those how do you find them literally it, it was as easy as doing hashtag greeting cards yeah sometimes is we make it more hard don't we? yeah <laughs> that sounds um, or you or you find a one particular car company or a particular shop and you see who they follow and so yeah it's a bit of investigation but it doesn't take too long but uh yeah i yeah. Uh, it's 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 a bit like a virtual trade show in a way. Well, it is. But would you also consider one of these new platforms? You know, um, that is wholesale platforms that have lots of small brands that you can place orders through. There was the was it the Great British or oh, the one that was based Exchange, in Exchange? Yes. Exchange, yeah. There's one now in the UK called Creo Eight, for example. And they have loads of small brands. I, knew, I I went onto the Great British Exchange and I found one company, but then I went I dealt directly with the company. Okay, so there a lot of them. So Fair is supposed to start in the UK soon, and Create is a UK one, and they give you credit and stuff. There was quite a difference in price between getting it from the company direct or oh. going to one of these third party groups. Oh, okay. So it was better to just use it as inspiration then? Yeah, just to use it as a search engine, basically, and then to go directly to the company and deal with them direct. I think the ones, the brands that I've spoken to that are have had a good results from those websites don't have a different price. Right. Maybe that was something that people did a lot before. But I don't... I think consumer like buyers are cleverer than that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think it pays off to do that. <laughs> it's it's a you bit know, like if you um, can invest in having. Are you familiar with card games? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, you could sign up through them, and you could order your cards if if the suppliers are there through a card games, and and you get discount off your order if you order through card games. But I just find it easier to just go to the card company and say, um, oh, that discount you give card games, can I have it? Yeah. And if you don't ask, you don't get, do you? No, absolutely. And, you know, they can only say what they can do, you know, it's fair. And I don't think many people say no, so. Yeah, I mean, I I don't actively go out looking for discount, don't you? you I'm not uh, one of these, you know, callous buyers who goes out and go, you know, and offers ridiculous 
ridiculous prices for stuff. You know, if I see a value in something, then I'll, I'll pay the full price for it. But uh, but sometimes, you know, you might think, well, it's not quite the price you would imagine something to be. Um, mm. I found that quite a bit with with um, people on Etsy to start with, where you're trying to yeah. get over the whole thing that a card may be £3.50 on Etsy, but it, it won't sell in a shop for 3 50 So you have to kind of lower people's expectations of what, what you know, what, what they should expect from a card. And I think that, you know, the only way, especially with this new brand that maybe haven't done any wholesale, you know, they appreciate when retailers actually get involved and, you you know, you discuss it rather than just rule things out. I mean, I get it quite a lot with serendipitous people, you know, people coming into the shop with a pile of cards yeah. to see if I'm interested in them. And, you know, and then we get to the point of a, you know, of a card and I could say, well, I would probably sell that for £2.50 and they would go, well, I was looking at 170 wholesale. And it's just like, no, it, it doesn't work like that. You know, you, you'd be lucky to get 90p or a pound for the mm-hmm. card. You know, you have to kind of show how, how you know, how, how their product fits in amongst the whole kind of wholesale. Yeah, I guess it depends on what range you have. Like, you know, obviously, if you produce like, I don't know, a letterpress card that you normally sell to Liberties, they they can sell that for I don't know how much. Oh yeah, it's, it's, but, um, you know. but you know, w- w- you know, w- when you put you know certain dare cards against products you've already got in store with similar quality, yeah, and th- and then you have to explain the whole concept of VAT to people. Yes, um, you know, a, a lot of suppliers, especially the small ones, don't understand that a lot of shops are VAT registered. So you know, one sixth of the seller of a card go straight to HMRC and that has to be built yeah. into the wholesale price as well so that it does take up a lot of my time something that you need to get your head around when you start to wholesale yeah. about the VAT because you haven't had to think about it before and it, it's I think something that takes a bit of time to get around in your head sometimes I, mean, I don't want to undervalue what, what, I don't want I, I don't want to undervalue the work that people do in creating what they do you know there are, yeah. there are an awful lot of talented people out there but if it's taking somebody yeah. an hour or so to produce one card and they feel that that card is to them it, it needs to sell for five pounds then I think they need to look at their whole kind of working model in terms of how can they do it so that they can produce that card much quicker and produce more of them so they could bring the price mm. down it's you just need to yeah you know, ha- have a look at um how you can get it into the market much much cheaper than, than than you think you can and i think that comes with volume and time and you know no, or, or just, to have, or just to have a chat with a retailer um yeah, yeah we all know we all know printers we all know other car companies and yeah we can kind of point people in the right direction if we feel it might benefit them yeah i think that's a, a thing you know we we talking to each other we're in this kind of small business world or independent business world because you know that's what we like so i think everyone is so happy to to give advice if you just ask for it sometimes. Yeah. When do you think that the website will be launching then? Well, I gave a little bit of a clue earlier on that the shop is nine years old this month. Oh, so you have a goal in mind. I have a date. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm not telling you. <laughs> so it will be sometime this month. Okay. And when uh, when they uh, when you, it does launch, so in the meantime, where can people find you? Best places to get hold of me are either through Facebook or Instagram, and they both have mm-hmm. the same user ID, so it's at Austin and Co. Yeah. As much as I love an ampersand, it has to be the A-N-D on the web. And then when you do have the website, when it launches, what's the... It's, it's going to be austinandco.shop. I'll put that in the show notes so that... Yep. People can find it for later. Well, thank you very, very much for taking the time to chat with me today. And uh, good luck with finalising the website and starting this kind of new arm of your business. It's been a steep learning curve and it's it's almost like opening a second shop. But um, I'm looking forward to it. It is. I'm a chain. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You all have now have two locations. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's lovely to chat. Thank you too. Thank you so much, Amy and Sean. And that was Nessa, Sean's dog that you can hear at the end. I am surprised that Milo, my dog, didn't tune in as well with a few whoops. During that, my chat with Amy, she did have a click and collect 
order as you had and I was gonna add it out but actually that is how things are working right now so I kind of wanted to keep it in because I felt that it was kind of sort of on topic I know a lot of local businesses to me are doing click on collect so I'm sure there's businesses that are doing the same around you and I love that I get to support a few local small businesses during this time as well as doing a little bit of online shopping here and there from uh, other independent brands and businesses i hope that you enjoyed my talks with amy and sean i am loving recording these episodes i am loving how resilient and how much agility a small creative business industry has and i can't wait to see and hear from other businesses about how, what they're doing to keep going during this time. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. As I've said before, I'm going to be releasing episodes as soon as I can record and edit them. So I will be back a little bit later this week and I hope that you tune back in then. Have a great day and thank you so much for listening.